One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Megan Gilger, and welcome to the Fresh Exchange Podcast. Welcome, friends. Welcome to the podcast today. You're probably thinking, oh, man, okay, why is she going to tell me not to seed start? After all this talk about seed starting, I also want to say that there is a case against it. And... I say this as, well, there's a lot of reasons I say it, but I want to just present a different case. You know, I think it's always good to see, we see everybody sees starting or something on Instagram and it's like, well, what about if I just don't want to do that? Like, do I have to do that to be a gardener? Do I have to do all of this? And I'm just going to say it that you don't, but I want to talk about why you sh- why you could seed start if you want to like the positives of it but i'm going to make a case that you don't have to seed start and there are definitely some reasons to seed start i seed start but i also have scaled way back for a lot of reasons and we're going to talk about all that today because i think it's just important to offer different options for different people everybody's different And everybody has different things that are going on in their life. They have different incomes. They have different um, needs in their life. I just don't think that there's a, I don't want anyone to feel like there's a one size fits all for gardening. I want you to feel like you can make the decisions that best fit you. And I want you to feel empowered to do that because I think we can just kind of glaze through Instagram or scroll on Pinterest or start getting ideas and seeing like, oh, that's how everybody's doing it. Wow. That must mean I have to do it that way, which means that I don't know if I want to do this because I don't know if I have that amount of time. And I'm here to tell you today that you don't have to have that amount of time. I'm going to present a case against it. And this, 
I just think it's good to understand that we can say no to certain things, that we can do certain things differently, that we can choose the level to which we want to do them. And that's what this podcast episode is about. Before we get started, I have our sponsor for today. Starcut Cider's award-winning Pulsar Cider is our sponsor this month. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite ciders. It is one of the many, like mini ciders that I love here, but this is definitely one of my top ones. It's one of the canned ones that I can easily grab at the store and at my favorite beverage shops. And it's made by the amazing Shorts Brewing Company, if you didn't know. And if you don't know Shorts Brewing Company, you should go check them out. They have so many great beers, but they're here in Northern Michigan in this area. And the reason I love Pulsar is that this is one of the only ciders in Michigan you can find canned using 100% Michigan sourced apples. In fact, most come from the Peterson Farm in Shelby, Michigan. Because of the way they create their cider, there's only one gram of sugar in it, which is amazing for ciders since most have almost 20 grams. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Which means this is also key why it's one of my favorites is that it is very dry and they actually use fermented Pinot Noir yeast in their process. So it is a really great everyday cider that I love to grab when I'm at the store. And so you're going to hear a lot about it this month because they are, we're looking always for amazing sponsors that we believe in and Pulsar and Starcut and Shorts is one of them here. In fact, it's one of the first things we grab at the store, so it should be no surprise. But if you want to learn more about the offerings that Starcut Ciders have, they have a lot of other flavors, but Pulsar is my favorite. You can head to their website at starcutciders.com. Okay, so the case against seed starting. We're going to jump in. I, first of all, want to say that seed starting is amazing for a few reasons. And the best reason to seed start are the following. Number one, you are looking for specific varieties. If you're a seasoned gardener and you're like, you know what, I want to try some really unique varieties that, you know, I see in the seed catalog and I just want to try some challenging things. Perfect thing to do. You can seed start, you can have control over that. And that's really the reason that I seed start personally it's because of this. I like to play with different things. I like to experiment with different things. And so it's a really great way. The other reason you might be is to get a great jump on the season. If you want to play with that, because you, you know, many times like here, you can't really buy seed like seedlings, even for spring stuff until like May. And so really seedlings are only available at farms and nurseries and things like that for the summer growing season. So if you want to explore having starts under row cover and things like that, you're going to have to seed start yourself typically. The other main reason is that you want to save money. This is a, this is one of the things I'm also going to say on the other side. So I'm going to just preface that saving money here comes down to the fact that if you have a very large garden, you have, you know, market garden size, where maybe you're offering a CSA or feeding multiple people, you definitely are going to want to do it this way. You're going to want to seed start a lot of things because those starts are going to add up really quickly, especially right now with the cost of fertilizers and soils and everything is expensive. It's going to really add up with starts. But if you do it yourself, you can offset some of that cost. 
The other reason is if you don't have access to quality starts. So if you live in a rural area that maybe your only option for purchasing starts is a big box store like Home Depot or Lowe's or so on, or a nursery that isn't using great practices and you want more control over the soil your plants are growing and where your plants are coming from and how they're cared for, you're going to want a seed start. So those are the main reasons why you should seed start, but you don't have to seed start. Okay. So we're just going to put it out there. We're just going to say it. And I think that you're going to find that some of this is kind of interesting because I think when I started out gardening, I was taught that you didn't have to necessarily seed start. And I'm actually really glad that I was taught that because I think so much of what we see now is that we do have to do it. So I'm just going to like break down why you don't have to do this and you don't necessarily need to. So for a lot of us that have smaller garden spaces, I would say smaller is deemed somewhere around, you know, four to, you know, or two, one, even one to 12 raised beds even. Yes, you can go all the way up to that point. There's so much that you're doing already with all those in the spring and prepping them and getting them ready that unless you have a a lot of space, a lot of time, and you're willing to invest, you don't necessarily, like you can just purchase starts. If you have access to great local farms that offer starts, uh, here in Traverse City, we have so many. It's almost like overwhelming, and I want to support everybody, but it is very easy to access that from the farmers market to local farms that we have here, such as like we are doing some. Like this year, I've been consulting with Lakeview Hills Farm and putting together kit garden kits for them and garden designs so that people can do it really easily themselves. And it's been super fun to work on that. We have Loma Farm down the road that offers so many unique varieties. And many times it's exactly all the things that I would start myself. So why not just go and support them? And then you have Bear Creek up in towards Petoskey that has an insane amount of plants. And then it doesn't even cover the farmer's market here in Traverse City. You know, the options are truly endless and we're, we have, that is a gift. But if you don't have that, you know, sometimes just driving a little way is like finding some local farms that are doing that or even working with friends to do it can be a really great option as well. So you're not bearing that whole load yourself. And because usually you only need like four of those seeds to start the plants that you actually need. The other case against it is that there are so many things that you can start from direct seed. So I would say most of my spring garden is actually direct seeded. Actually, the only things I have that, and I didn't even need to do this, but I did some um, cabbages and that I'm about to put out after we get through this last cold spell here. And then some kale, which could go out right now, but it's, I haven't hardened it off. And that's about it. Like everything else, you don't have to seed start. You can start it right in the ground and it's going to do really well, especially in the spring. Now, summer, depending on your growing seasons, one, you can direct seed so many things such as squashes. They do not 
In fact, they don't always want to be seed started. Same thing with cucumbers. You don't have to necessarily seed start them. Nasturtium, borage, marigolds. You can direct seed all these things. You have to do it a little sooner, but you don't really have to. The only thing you really need to direct seed may be some flower varieties, um, such as you know zinnias. I don't even do this. Uh, same thing with cosmos. They're all direct seeded. And in our garden, I in like I said, you can seed start to get a jump start if that's something you want, but you don't have to. Um, sunflowers are direct seeded. Beans are direct seeded. Like we could go on and on, like how many things you can direct seed. The main things for us here in the North that we can't direct seed are tomatoes, eggplant, and peppers. We just don't have the heat. We don't have the longevity of the heat. So these things have to be seed started, but those are very easy typically, unless you want specific varieties to access them as a start somewhere. And so this is where I'm saying you don't have to invest into doing this in terms of time. The next case against it is the amount of time and money. Um, This surprises people. For a small startup of just like a few plants, you know, you can do it pretty inefficiently if you have a nice sunny spot that faces south all day, it's getting full exposure, south-facing sun, then sure. I think that you have the perfect setup for starts, but to grow strong starts, many times we need grow lights. And I'm not against the, you know, just using natural light, but I think that there's something to be said unless that light is long and even in a greenhouse, something like that. The grow lights really help with keeping the light at the exact right amount for at the exact right height for the exact, there's all these exact things that you need to grow things really well. And I'm not saying you can't do it without a grow grow light. You absolutely can. I've done it and they do well. Sometimes I have some leggy plants, but for the most part, they do fine. But sometimes I struggle with generating the right amount of heat and then I need heat mats. And that's another investment. And I just, I think that it's such an a hard thing to consider when you only have four raised beds to invest in these things, to create this heat consistently, to create these grow lights. And then, you know, sometimes we talk about needing, you know, if we're trying to offset plastic waste, maybe you're worried about, you know, too much plastic waste from buying all those starts and you got the um, containers. Well, first of all, they are technically most of them, if they use the right plastic are recyclable. Uh, they do many times get reused right now for new materials. And some of these companies will actually take them back, wash them. And they have a, have a system like local farms actually have a system of washing the trays and everything that they give you. So you can usually give them back or they can be recycled. And for us with seed starting, I reuse so many of the things that we get, but you also could have the investment of having to purchase those things. You know, if you're thinking of going 100% zero waste and you're either looking at silicone trays or, or pots, which is an option, and some friends and community members have said they work really great, high, grave reviews, but high expense. 
Um, the other option is soil blocking. Soil blocking is great, but there's also some challenges with, you know, how much peat is okay. You know, peat can be a deterrent for us when we're thinking about the environmentally friendly garden. Peat isn't exactly sustainable. There's more sustainable options with it, but it worse if it's we can do a whole talk about that another day. But peat is a conversation in that. And so you kind of there are ways you can do soil blocking without peat, but it seems to be collectively in our community, people are talking about doing these peat-free blocks and then struggling with them later on. It seems to be kind of a challenge. And so not that I'm against challenges. I love challenges. I think challenges are great. I think that that's the beauty of gardening is that we can try new things. We can learn, we can adapt, we can challenge ourselves. But I also, like I said, like my goal is for as many people to be gardening as possible because it's our fastest way to connect, easiest and most direct way and most natural way to connect with nature, to start this relationship, to start this devotion, to turn our attention. And when we do that, we're working on ourselves. We're finding that we're no longer at the top of a pyramid, but we're actually a part of a greater web. And there's so many beautiful therapeutic things about gardening that are endless. And I just want you guys to get involved. I want you to get your hands dirty. And so if I can tell you that you don't have to do something that sounds challenging to you and may be a deterrent for you to jump in, then I'm all here to say you don't have to seed start. I think that it can be really fun. I've been doing it for, I don't know, six years now. And I, you know, have many friends who are farmers who do it. And that's like so much of the process of what they're doing all the time. But I'm here to say that seed starting is not a necessity to be a gardener. I think that's my main conversation here. And I want you guys to hear me in that. If you are just sitting there still, like, I feel like a failure. I'm not, I, I didn't buy seeds. I didn't seed start this year. I'm here to just tell you, You don't have to do that. Go buy your seeds because you can direct seed so many things. Should we have a conversation about that? I think we should. Maybe, maybe in June, because there's so many things in June you can seed, direct seed, and you don't have to seed start. We're past the seed starting phase in June, other than, you know, your fall stuff if you decide to do that. But once again, it isn't necessary. You can just direct seed things. And so seeds are inexpensive for the most part, you know. But so you can actually do a lot with those seeds. So I, this is just my quick and fast way of telling you guys that, that if this is deterring you from starting a garden or you feel like you're behind, I don't want you to feel that way. You're not. You're really not. And this year, I personally like cut so far back on what I'm doing. One, because I'm utilizing local farms for sourcing a lot of the stuff that we're putting in. I'm supporting local businesses. I decided to turn my energy that direction so that I could, you know, instead of trying to do everything myself, this is another form of moving away from that sole idea of self-sufficiency in our gardens and community sufficiency that we can do, you know, a few things that we want to, like there's a few tomatoes and flowers that I want to grow. So I have those going right now, but that 
is really the extent of it. Beyond that, I'm grow- I'm purchasing everything else locally. I'm relying on all these local people. I'm not relying on a larger corporation. I'm relying on small small businesses in our areas, farms, that them selling seedlings is a great way to kickstart their season so that they can be growing food for our community throughout the rest of the year. It's like investing in a CSA community supported agriculture, you know? So it's the same idea. It's just now we can do it through starts as well. And while we feed ourselves, you know, you get the idea. It, it starts to play into all of this. So I hope this relaxes your mind a little bit that like you don't have to do everything. You don't. Okay. I don't. And I'm really find that when I don't, I find a deeper connection. I find more time in my life to enjoy gardening and gardening doesn't feel like such a task because so many people approach it like it's a task. And I'm also connecting with people in my community, investing in their businesses, and I have more time to just be and enjoy the space that I've dreamt about. So if you have a smaller garden, particularly, you don't have to do this. Direct seed, buy some starts or work with some friends. Okay. We can do this. We can do it in a way that feels more relaxed, but if you want a seed start, you go for it. I'm all for it. Okay. I want you guys to know that. I just also want to make that case because I think it's important. So, okay, my friends, I hope you guys are enjoying your spring, that it's off to a great beginning. And this earth month is just like really inspiring to you about how we can reverse some of these things in our garden. But we are nearing the end of the month. And next month, I just want to prep you. We're going to be talking all about local eating and this idea of self-sufficiency or community sufficiency, rather, over self-sufficiency. That's what I wanted to say. So I am going to help you guys understand how we can reframe this idea that we're hearing a lot about, the homesteading self-sufficiency idea that we can do things in a communal way rather than a solo way. Because I can tell you right now, it's a lot more fun, okay? So, and a lot less stressful. And we don't want to do it all, okay? I don't like that idea. I don't. Okay, that's it. That's my that's my day. I will see you out there, my friends. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.